This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Everybody, welcome to the Airbuds Podcast. I'm Jamel. I'm Mike Benner. We're here with a, a, a lovely young man from America, uh, perhaps. <laughs> Chidu Unaka. Yeah. Can you confirm from America? Yeah, from Los Angeles. All right. Peter's not here. Peter is not in America. He's in Coachella right now. Yeah, that's not America no more. Um, that yeah. is overseas. So, uh, happy basketball to you both. Happy uh, basketball. Round one. Which should go back to five games. Let's just be real. That's just my first thing. It's a little long. It's a little fucking long. You know, I think we should do. I think it should be five games for everybody, but seven games for the fourth and fifth seed series because they're so close. You know, together as far as like competition wise, everybody else should be yeah seven games. Five. I mean, five games. Four and five should be win by two. Everybody else, three and six seed should have um, this. The fifth game is just arm wrestling matches. Yeah, (laughs) and that's how that's decided. One on one. Yeah, by position. Yeah, fifteen. The score gets fifteen zero. Game's over. We're calling it. (laughs) (laughs) They should have a mercy rule in the NBA. Like, do we need to watch all of the Warriors Blazers games? It's, it's yeah, decided in the first 30 seconds. That's true. I could have done without game two. I'll be real. You know what it is, though? It's a lot of bench players. They need their runs, too. You know what I'm saying? It does make me happy to see yeah. some garbage time. Because you got to show your talents because you about to get cut anyway by the end of the season. So you got to find a new team. Yeah. And you got to, you know, you need shit to have to your highlight reel. You know, it's just sad for the Blazers that like Dame and CJ are just dropping 80 points and then like McCall is like <laughs> playing against them and they're still losing. Yeah, no Durant either, you know? Yeah. This sucks. Do, who matters more, Steve Kerr or Kevin Durant? Um, I'm, I don't even think it's, uh, that's a good one. Ooh. I, I mean, without Kevin Durant, these they had the best season ever, right? Already. Without Steve Kerr, Luke Walton goes what? 23 and 0, 30 yeah, almost. I think it was like 40 almost. He, yeah. I think I think the key to the team is definitely um Sean Livingston. I think he matters most. He missed last game too. Ooh. You know. That's a hot take. Warriors only won by 9 without Sean Livingston in the Which lineup. Which is basically a loss. You got to protect Curry worst. ankles. Yeah. You know. Oh, damn, dude. I think any player matters more than the coach on For any sure. team, I think. Even Pop? Even, even Pop. Like, even Pop. Name a championship Pop won without a Hall of Famer on his squad. I think coaches get a little bit overrated. Phil Jackson never won a championship without the best player in the NBA playing for his team. He's the sole reason I even think coaching is overrated. Like 100%. Phil Jackson or in New York? York? Yeah. Oh. Like, what did he even do? He's trashing the coaching brand <laughs> from the executive it's office. Like, it's so, like, I remember watching documentaries on those Laker teams, yeah. and it seemed like basically all he did was get on Pau Gasol's nerves. Like, that was his whole job description. Right. Was kind of call Pau a bitch. 
Yeah, in the public. Every now and again. Yeah, you know, yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. a good point. Like, this whole Carmelo thing, if you think about what he did with Pau Gasol, it's not it's out not, of his box. This is not, this is Phil in, in a whole. And I think Pau, I don't think Pau played better because of it. I think he had actually sometimes worse games because of that public, uh, you know. It's because we forgive, like, dumb behavior when you're successful. Oh, yeah. Like, Phil Jackson was, like, being an asshole to his players, mm-hmm. but he was winning championships. So we're just like, oh, that's just Phil. But, like, now that the Knicks suck, we're like, Phil, like, you need to retire, Phil. Oh, bro, yeah. yeah, yeah winning. Like, Cheers all. Oh, absolutely. That's the reason why everybody isn't, like, fuck Woody Allen anymore. Remember? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. people yeah. still fuck with Manhattan. Is that why people are trashing Dave Chappelle all of a sudden for, like, being problematic, quote-unquote, because, like, his specials aren't that funny. So suddenly, yeah, wow. It's just like, too much comedy, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it's just the circumstances are different. Yeah. But, like, so. if it was, like, 2001 and he was releasing a special and it was fucking hilarious, we would forgive it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I thought the specials were great. I liked them, too, but everyone I, seems to hate them. Bro, I haven't even watched them yet, man. It took me – I yeah. just saw Get Out Pause. last week. So I'm a little <laughs> – I'm just a little backed up. Whoa, Jay. Hey, Jake, come on. Did you have breakfast <laughs> yeah. today? How did you eat breakfast before watching Dave Chappelle's specials? Nigga, you know I didn't wa- eat breakfast. I had no breakfast. <laughs> come on, man. My breakfast was a Uber pool. Special words, amazing. I think, I think, uh, you know. Over easy. I, I don't know where the critique, the critique coming from, like, usually bloggers who just want to blog. And negativity moves. Yeah. yeah. Negativity moves faster than positivity. That's all. And so people are nitpicking, you know? That's what it's about. Ooh, that's so true. then, are we suddenly are we on Phil Jackson's side now? <laughs> is, that, is that what happened? No, well, no, <laughs> pretty quick. Because yeah, Phil is just yeah. I don't I don't like the public. I think he caused a divorce between Melo and Lala. You know, what I'm saying it, it's hurt to see them split. Oh, damn, Workplace yeah. stress caused Carmelo. Yeah, to go man. Out Real talk. He goes because he's not. He won't give a quote on Phil, so he goes home with all this anger. You losing. Your boss is calling you a bitch publicly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You go home, you probably... You Your know. girl all on Instagram. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Making yeah. faces. She had a news scene in power. You know what I'm saying? It's a lot of pressure, man. It's a lot of things to deal with. Yeah, I can't even imagine the tweets coming in off that, bro. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah. But, I mean, I think Carvello's going to find himself in a really good place next year. Because I think, you know, when, when the things get really bad, it only could get better. So, hopefully... Yeah, what what situation will Carmelo be good in? I mean, welcome to D.C., baby. He you think be, so? Yo, he'd be great nah, for us. Nah, 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 nah. I, I mean, he's not, I know he's not. Yeah, he'll be but, great if he's willing to come off the bench. That's not happening, right? Because I think if you bring Carmelo onto a team that loves to run, like Washington, and that's their strength, you're going to slow down that team a lot bringing Carmelo on. You want to put him on a grind team, like a Me- I think he'd be great in Memphis. You know, oh bring God. some offense to there. That's a, that's a slow half yeah. court team, and Melo style is half court. Yeah, that's style. really interesting. He actually would be fucking great. Amazing in Memphis. I'm talking yeah. their favorites if you add Melo to me because their defense is already top notch all the time. They just need a little bit more scoring, just a smidge. And that's the true. small forward spot is wide open. You got a great center, and you got a great point guard. That small forward spot is wide open. You know. And Zebo's like a fucking tortoise. He's gonna yeah. play until he's like but, 150. Right, but he'll, he's going to gain a lot of weight if he goes to Memphis. Barbecue ain't no joke, man. Yeah. You know? I mean, too much brisket. Got to be careful. Boston's good, a good place for Melo, too, if you ask me. You know, depending on what they give up. You can't give up too much. You got to keep Bradley. You got to keep Crowder. I mean, they got all these picks, so they could get them for picks. Yeah. Potentially. And and what's helping them? Well, he's actually he's a free agent, correct? He could, yeah, he can opt out. He could do Mello? whatever he wants. Yeah. He can opt out. He has that 
Is he a free agent this summer? I think well, he's a free agent next summer. Next summer, right, yeah. right, right, right. Oh, is that what So he could so. get traded, but he has to agree to the trade. That's yeah, the issue. He's got yeah. the no trade clause, so he's got to approve anything. I don't. I think kind of his brand and his business interests are very important to him. I don't know right. if he's going to want to go to like Memphis or Boston. Like he, I think he would only want to go to Brooklyn or one of the LA teams. Sure, I mean, but what, is but his what business? business exactly? Yeah, what business what is he makes do? Ninja Turtle clothes for children? <laughs> <laughs> you can do that, man. You can do that. Any, you think you can kids still do in that, bro. don't want the internet to make things play. It's not what it used to be. Yeah, like you, can, you get on Etsy, bro. Listen, I'm not saying that his brand and his business is good. Like yeah. Melo's, like he's not LeBron, but I think it's important to him. I think he thinks it's good. You could literally, literally post a, a picture on Instagram today and pick what location you say you're in. <laughs> I could yeah. say I'm in Tokyo right now. I'll be like, yo, man, oh yeah, <laughs> dope coffee shop in Tokyo. Like, yo, Chindu. Is in Tokyo, dog. Eighty percent of my Instagram, Instagram posts are at Nobu. Me. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's. Not, I really don't think he's gonna miss nothing leaving um, a big city because he only has what three, four years left in his career anyway. Once you're done, move back to where you want to live. You know, go back to your house in New York. And as soon as you said it, man, it made perfect sense. Memphis, Memphis, dog. Memphis, the most boring wide team. open, wide open. And they're, they're gonna put San Antonio six teams. Did their team always is competitive? They know how to win. The coach is good. Should they tie it up last night? You know, you're not going to rook us. He has a brand now. You know, they coming along. Yeah, Fizdale is great. I like I think, Fizdale. Uh, going back to my theory that no coaches matter except for five, maybe. He's one of the five that matter, I think. He's got his team playing out of their mind. I agree. Uh, I think Jason Kidd matters a lot to his team. Absolutely. Um, what other coaches? Like uh, Spolstra in Miami Spolstra. matters a lot to yeah. that team. Brett Brown, weirdly. Yeah. Like, I think. We'll, yeah. give, we'll give Brent The more knuckleheads on your team, yeah. <laughs> like, the more your coach matters. They you know, had like, 20 more wins coach. than last year. That's <laughs> not a matter. Deion Waiters needs coach. five coaches. He needs what? five coaches. <laughs> he has his old coach dedicated to him. <laughs> like, the more knuckleheads on your team, the more the coach matters. You know, the Warriors have a all the whole team goes to church. You know what I'm saying? Like they go together. You know, they pray for it. They don't need a coach, man. You I just dropped my phone. <laughs> oh shit! It's a real talk. Uh, I only got some Knicks talk out of the way early. Yeah. Oh, hold on. I want to. I want to bring one more factor up in uh, in the Carmelo like free agency destination discussion. He is about to go through a divorce. Uh, that means he's going to want to have a fun life for the next year or two. He's going to want to get out there. He's going to want to fuck. He's going to want to like have fun. He's going to want to enjoy his sudden singledom. Is that going to matter? What's Memphis like for, for oh, a young Mem- single millionaire? Memphis guy, hoes. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah. Instagram and all these, it changed the game. It's not what it used to be. NBA players before used to have to go out to the club and meet chicks and import. wine and dine them. Now it's... It's all – you just DM the chicks you want to – you fly them out. They have a budget to fly out hoes. They have a fly out hoe budget, man. Yeah, hoes can fly southwest. They, they get buddy passes. Real talk, man. And Rich so, people have a, a feature on Instagram. You have a schedule. That's There's why a like, button that says import hoe. It, it's not like, okay, I'm going to be in Memphis. I can't – first of all, you can fly out chicks to you or you just schedule them throughout with the, your, your, your schedule. Okay, cool. I'll be out playing the Lakers April 25th. Yo, what up? Such yeah. and such. Come through. I got your ticket ready. So the hotel will be at. Bet I'll be there. And that's pretty much how it goes. And it's safer. Uh, marriages last longer because of it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, <laughs> the average NBA length of marriage has increased. It increased dramatically yeah. because of this, the how secret things are nowadays. You know, you know how many know? times Patrick Ewing's been married? Yeah. Instagram is ruining TMZ business. <laughs> like, everything is private. You, know? you don't catch athletes on there as much as you used to. Yeah, it is. Yo, how did Instagram do Remember, it? tabloids used to always have some news story. Now it's like, it's very rare. If, if somebody gets caught because they want to get caught, it's a publicity. Yeah, J.R. Smith loves to get caught. 100%. You know I mean? <laughs> Having a blast. I love J.R. Smith. I love J.R. too, man. I think uh, LeBron's one of – I think LeBron's a top 10 
coach. Uh, point guard, uh, center, yeah. forward, coach, general manager, trainer. Is, like, I yeah. think PR. Watch Deron. Let, let LeBron get Deron Williams for a summer. This kid is going to be so much better next year. Watch. He's going to drop 40, you know, because that's actually really his issue. He says he gained a lot of weight, and so he's moving a little bit slower. He's a really great point guard still, and you see glimpses of it. Yeah. I think after a summer with LeBron, cause LeBron takes his players that he wants to train with and make better. He takes them with him for a summer, and he gets them in, man. Is LeBron the funniest NBA player? No, no, not even close. I don't know. I watched Trainwreck and was like, he's the only funny part of this he's movie. He's funny, but yeah. basketball yeah. players in general are hilarious. Yeah. You know? It's so a hilarious point. Yeah, it's a tough competition. Who who you got? Who Who's in your top five funniest? Funniest current players? Current players. I think Boogie Of all time, is Shaq kinda... is the funniest. Most. Yeah, Shaq yeah. is ridiculous. But all Shaq time. doesn't know he's being funny. I mean, but he also puts on for stand-up. He's a jerk, but he also, he's like a, like a comedy booker type jerk. Like, he yeah. could book the Laugh Factory, no problem. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. He knows talent. Yeah, he's yeah. good. Yeah, he's good. <laughs> so he's like the guy that hangs around the scene that you kind of just tolerate because he, like, puts people on, but you're also kind of like... Yeah. Looking at your watch when you're talking to him. I mean, yeah, a little bit. You know what I mean? For sure. You know what I mean? Uh, damn. I mean, JaVel McGee is pretty funny. I don't even think knows he's funny. He's that type yeah, of funny. Yeah, he's yeah, that guy. That's true. That's yeah. still funny. That's why they're that's still why funny. Shaq or so. But he don't know he's funny. I like that he is just such a dick to Shaq. Yeah. Like when Shaq gives him shit, he just gives it right back. Yeah. But I think, you know, I think he gives shit to Shaq, but in more in a, I'm a hurt way. That's you why they're yin yeah. and yang, dude. That's not funny. You got to yeah. take the joke, man. You know? I'm struggling to think. I think know? I think Curry is, Curry is up there for me. DeAndre Jordan's up Steph there for Curry. me. Yeah, Steph Curry's funny, man. This dude's really goofy, bro. Ooh. He's goofy, man. He's he, got a really good. You uh, see all his pregame rituals and stuff like that. He has uh, a very yeah. goofiness to him. Yeah, funny in person. You know, you watch yeah, if you yeah. watch his vlogs with his wife, man. The guy's pretty funny. It's pretty funny. Martel Webster was pretty funny. Just an all-time guy. He was pretty funny for us. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think Lance Stevenson is hilarious. Oh, my God. Wait you a know? minute. Yo, Lance Stevenson, he's like Cameron. No, comedy, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a Cameron of the league, yeah. bro. He's, he's a Cameron of the league. I think one of the best NBA gifts is him blowing in, in LeBron's ear. Yeah. That's that's, yeah. Uh, that's one of the memes that will never go nowhere. Yeah. You know? I, I love Lance just because, you know, who says you can't go home again? Yeah. Dude went around the league. <laughs> C.R. Smith, I think, is it up was there. Like, Fuck it. And went out of the league, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was like, you know what? I got to come home. He probably went to Larry's house. I bet he cried at Larry <laughs> right. Bird's crib. It was like, come on, man. I think it was probably cooler. I think he was probably like, hey, it was just uh, in the neighborhood. <laughs> yeah. Like, I remember you lived here. Right. So I stopped. <laughs> you mean the arena? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of, of Fieldhouse. Funny, funny NBA players, Blake Griffin. One yeah. out. Sure. Yeah. One out with an injured toe. Damn. Are the Clippers cursed? Will they lose to the Jazz? I mean, bro, the Clippers just found out how to play basketball. They were playing fucking basketball like yeah. the baseball team from Major League for 20 fucking years. Who were they taking, like, articles of clothing off of every time they won? <laughs> I mean, your boy. Who's, who's your man who got caught up in the fucking the, 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 the race scandal? What's his face? Oh, fuck. Oh, what's his name? Forgot his name. My boy. Yes, your boy. I guess I guess I gotta own him. Uh, <laughs> shit, I can't remember his the name. Old owner, the owner of the Clippers. Oh, uh, Donald Sterling. Donald Sterling. Sterling. Yeah, they yeah were, man. Yeah, they were taking yeah. articles of clothing off Donald Sterling for thirty years. So that's why they kept. That's why yeah. they lost so many games. They didn't want to see his dick. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. he. It was like clear that he wasn't running the team to win games. Yeah. He was running the team to make money. It's yeah. clear that the Clippers is cursed, and I'll tell you why. A lot of uh, uh, voodoo believers and practice people that practice that stuff are Laker fans, you know. And when they when they blocked the Chris Paul trade to L.A. 
And then they became good. And we, we was okay with that. Okay, cool. You know what? Clippers are good. We was happy for them. Lakers Nation was happy. But then they got disrespectful. They they started clowning on us like they were better than us. And it's like, yo, you guys are from that point, us for like two you'll, weeks. you'll never see a Western Conference Finals ever. And they're going to make the big mistake by listening to the media and let Blake Griffin go or some crap like that. Or oh, let, the team's getting blown up regardless. They shouldn't, though. I mean, obviously they, they should. They should do whatever it takes to keep that team. Because this is your best you ever been. This is your showtime. Yeah. So why would you trade your showtime? I understand if you came from glory. You need to come from glory. Keep this team together and write it out. Make Sell tickets. Forget rigs. Just sell tickets, man. Keep yeah. selling tickets. You know? I, I mean, that, and that's real. But, I mean, I feel like the players aren't thinking about the Clippers' legacy because it is the Clippers. If it was the Lakers, it's true. the team might be like, okay. I'm yeah, not saying the, the players should stay. I'm saying the, the organization should do whatever, do whatever it takes can. to keep these players. Yeah. They should keep Blake and Chris and DeAndre. They're going to have to let J.J. Reddick go, I think. Because he's going to he's going to command a bunch of money on the on the open market. And right, you can't break that, the bank for JJ. But yeah. what they should have done is trade Blake when they had the chance. They should have fed him the ball for three weeks straight up to the trade deadline, make him look like the next best thing coming, and then trade him for the best thing you could get. You got to keep Chris Paul. Well, Blake, well, there's to something me, wrong with Blake this year. Blake is the like, issue. Like for he's me. he used to be magic in the post, and now when you watch him in the post, or well, not now because he's. Fucking out, but uh, a couple weeks ago when you watched him in the post, he's just throwing his body into guys and like it's it, it's reckless, well, it's crazy. He never was a great post player. He was just played above everybody, right? He would jump, you yeah. know. He, he, he averaged would do his, a great spin move and like dunk or layup. That's what he had. To, yeah, yeah, he had a, he had a spin move. move right? But now yeah. he's like a wrecking ball. Like he's just he's because he lost. I think he lost some of his lift. If you, yeah. how many times did Blake Griffin make a top highlight play this year? Right. He lost a lot of his uh, lift. Twenty four. Yeah, and no, and no, one's, and no one's talking about it. You know, I think I think the injuries has affected him. If not physically, definitely mentally. He's not going as hard yeah. to the hole, and he's doing a lot of excessive dribbling that's not needed. Right? I think Chris Paul is still a, a top five, top four point guard in the league yeah. when he wants to be. For right? sure, he reserves his energy on purpose. He's top one angriest point guard in the league. I love oh, Chris Paul, sure. and I agree. Yeah. But that's what you want. You he's want hard somebody to watch, like but like he's so fucking good. So he's great. I think yeah. he's a perfect point guard. The perfect point guard. Yeah, just, you know, perfect uh, floor recognition every time. He always knows when to take a shot. Yeah. That's what I saw in game three. I think yeah. he needs he to take more shot shots. Yeah, that's my. I agree. Yeah, yeah, I think he's looking to pass too much. Yeah, almost. he waits too long to get aggressive. Well, yeah. you know what? It's like he would, and now that Blake's gone, when Blake left he has that no game, choice. he was like, he had no choice. And yeah. he, just, he took every shot in the fourth quarter. But we'll see tonight what happens, I guess. I, th- I think uh, Utah better win this game. But I think, I think either way, Utah will win this series. I don't think they will because, I mean, they – I don't know. like They don't have enough – I don't think Clippers have enough. Well, actually, Clippers Gobert's played – they, they played great without Blake before, right? They had a really good Typically, historically, when Blake goes down with his annual injuries, uh, the Clippers play well without But the during that time, just, they, all, they had Austin Rivers during that time, didn't they? Austin Rivers is absolute trash. I don't think he's trash. He literally statistically hurts the team when he's on the court. I think he went from incredibly overrated to pretty underrated. I think yep. he played himself. He played himself into. He was a D league player, and he played himself into like twelfth man status. But for some reason, he's the seventh man off the bench. Well, yeah, that's, the that's reason a coach. Is his dad <laughs> is a coach. Like, what are you gonna do? Like, but he literally like his plus. Like he has a negative like plus minus when he's on yeah. the court. He hurts the team. He's like. <laughs> Just he's trash. Yeah, it's, he needs uh, to go. It's, it's awkward dinners when he don't play. Yeah, the Clippers are better <laughs> without Austin Rivers and without Blake because the team doesn't like each other. 
That's oh, I think that's a big problem they're, too. They're, and yeah. so, like, without Blake, the floor is just more open for Chris now. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. So, and I, it's I, like he's good enough yeah. to shoulder the load. And I think so that's the, why they the team has the same problem what the Lakers had with Kobe is mm-hmm. that Chris Paul wants to win so bad that when he doesn't win, I think his attitude is pretty shitty in the locker room. Oh my god, and it's be. he also the leader. And so when he sees you not putting as working as hard as him, he's going to let you know about it. And what he doesn't realize is you literally can't work as hard as him. Like, he's the most maniacal about winning. Right. So it's impossible to work as hard as him. Right. So yeah. when you lose, he's probably just calling everybody, you know. But I truly believe you don't have to like each other to win. So That's true. I mean, it's basketball. Shaq and Kobe yeah. won three really... championships together. Could have won seven, honestly, if Shaq was just. If Shaq didn't eat too much donuts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or just work. <laughs> you know, or make free throws, honestly. He could have been fast. That third championship, he was so out of shape. Like, yeah, he was. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's probably he probably owned three in and outs yeah. at that. And point. I, I yeah, think I mean, we 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 really got caught up with the uh, who did Detroit Pistons beat that year when we when they played the Lakers in the finals? Who did they beat to get there? Boston, right? Makes that sounds right, I but so. I can't call it. It could have been. I was Bucks, maybe. Everybody was so happy when Detroit made it. I was or like, was it Cleveland? It, it might have been Young Cleveland. It might have been. But I was like, we do not match up with this team, man. They're too fast and they're long. Ben Wallace was the only person in the league that could guard Shaq one-on-one. Not stop him, but at least control at least him. him. At least make yeah. him work. He's you know? strong enough and fast enough. I was enough. like, we, we, we don't want to play this team. Rasheed Wallace stretched the floor. He was like the first stretch four. The first guy. Carmelo could have. It was just matchup problem after matchup problem. Chauncey Billups was underrated. Derek Coleman? Derek Coleman wasn't hitting no fucking threes. He hit fucking threes. You know? mm. Absolutely. They had two people to throw at us. with. Uh, that used to be really good. That was a nightmare matchup, man. Sorry that happened to you. I remember being in that one hurt. That that, that blew up the team, man. That loss blew. Up the sorry team. that uh, you didn't win a fourth championship in the row. Yeah, man. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, no, it hurt. It hurt, bro. <laughs> I wanted Kobe get killed. Kobe yeah. wanted six, man. Are you one of those dudes who has like uh, the Lakers, like the leather jacket with all the championships? Um, I'm one of them dudes that stare at the jacket in the mall for like an hour and then decide not to do it. But no, yes, I right consider. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you will consider it though. Oh, what uh, day? The the first big check I get, I'm going straight to the ball and get the jacket. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting for a row the next day. <laughs> I, I got to bring it up, even though I know neither of y'all seen the shit. Uh, well, I guess that's kind of a spoiler. Uh, have you guys seen the ad, the Brandon Ingram ad? No. No. I, I was talking about it earlier. Is that one with um, – it's on – I guess it's on the ESPN app or TNT or one of these yeah. shits, but it's Brandon Ingram, and he's like – Pumping up how it's cool to be, live in L.A. and still be yeah. shitty at basketball. <laughs> and it's like him and one of these street artists. And it's like 15 people. And they're painting a mural of him. Too early. Too early. Way too early. He's not even runner-up for Rookie of the Year. Not even. He's not even in the top four. Yeah. Not even close. Is he part? He looks so sleepy. He's always <laughs> sleepy. And I'm always worried. I don't know if he's smoking weed or he smoked so much weed before in the past and now his face is stuck like that oh i mean there's definitely something going on you can't move to la and be like 19 and now personally i have a lot of faith in this kid though i really do if you watched him from the beginning of the year to the end of the year progression 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 and i think what helped him out a lot i think what hurt him early on was that he was on a team that was so heavy with young players Right. And then also veterans that like to shoot and Lou Williams and Nick Young. Right. They also have D'Angelo Clarkson and Randall who are still trying to get their footing and prove themselves. And so he's a nice guy. So you could see him just being passive and kind of, you know, bowing down just a pecking order on the court, you know. So when they traded Lou Williams, I think they helped him a lot to be more aggressive, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's finally free off the bench. Yeah, you got to lose the only one taking shots. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, he looks high all the time. 
Yeah, I'm, I, I pulled up. I Google imaged him and uh, – I think he might be sleepwalking. Bro, <laughs> like, I think, yeah. I think he's sleep playing. He's just sleep playing out there. Yeah. He definitely has a he has a Fraggle Rock sort of look to him. I've never seen a guy a just like rock. that sleepy. All yeah. the, just all the like, like, man, once he starts caring, <laughs> like, but once this kid wakes up, he's yeah. a good beast. Once he switched to Sativa. Right, exactly. It's yeah. a rap. It's career change. Brandon <laughs> Ingram, hit us up on Twitter. Let Jamel know. He'll bring some well, sativa your way. Pure sativas, baby. Some Gorilla Glue. I, I, I truly believe in the kid. But if Paul George comes to L.A., that's going to stifle his progression a little bit. Because we're, now we're all in with Paul George. And we're going to try to do whatever it takes to win. And we might end up trading. I'm not saying yeah. him. Do you think Paul George goes to the Lakers and not the Clippers? Because it's, like, it's clear he wants to go <laughs> to L.A., but he's not going to leave fucking Pacers to go to a team that won't contend for My question years. is, can the Clippers afford him? You know what's Steve really... Steve Ballmer it, can it, afford it, anyone it, if he wants. Now, let me, let me tell you this. Blake? Now, ooh, now, you get you move Blake. You let Blake go and you get Paul George, Chris Paul, Paul George, and DeAndre. Now we're talking. Yeah. Now we're talking. That's pretty good. If we don't get no injuries with Chris you Paul. Can, you yeah. can justify getting rid of J.J. Redick, too. No, you keep J.J. You think so? I think J.J. wants to stay. Paul George come. I think I'll J.J. Think wants J. to stay. J.J.'s trying to set himself up for a media career, so he wants to be in a major market, wants I think. Wants to go to New York, get, a, get his to... podcast, get it by Coastal? Yeah. yeah. I think enough. J.J. Blake stays to to if Blake goes. Yeah. He doesn't believe in the team as set up now, so he's like, okay, cool. This team as is can't win, so if you're going to keep the team the same, I'll leave and get my money. But if you bring in a, a huge player like Paul George as J.J., yeah, you, you stay. God, I feel so bad for Paul George, man. Because sometimes when you leave series. for more money, man, it's, it could – you uh you actually ruin your career sometimes because Ask Lance Stevenson. you go play for some random team that's not a competitor and people forget about your name and you lose uh, value anyway. Then once that contract is up, you're kind of out of the league or you're a bench player for something else, you know? I want dudes to start going to Europe. I think Blake should go to Europe. Fuck it. <laughs> <laughs> go play in fucking Turkey. He can make tons in Europe. Yeah. yeah. You'll be the man. You won't have to have a good post game. Yeah. Is Blake going to like go play? Like, go to he's going to go to Scotland yeah. and play. Like, yeah. if, if that would happen, so though. So he can do that Edinburgh Fest? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> the the exactly. NBA would set up rules right after that. The next, the next year, they were like, no, <laughs> we're not. When a, if a superstar left to Europe, like, okay, new rules. That's true. Immediately. Because they can't, they can't have com- competition take, like that. that they heavy. would start taking niggas' passports. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. In order to join the league, you can't have a passport for five years. Exactly. WNBA players, they, they go play in Europe in the offseason. Yeah, because they, they get paid like they thirty thousand a year. Well, they get paid thirty thousand a year in the WNBA, and they can make like a million bucks playing four months in Russia. Like it's crazy because oh, people treat women's basketball as a real sport there. And I love women's basketball. Yeah, I think if you, if you're a player young and um, like coming up, you should watch. And you you don't watch college basketball? At least watch uh, women's basketball. WNBA because they're so fundamentally sound because they can't jump out the building, yeah. so they have to depend on actual they actually run plays, triple threats, yeah. and all that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like everybody's so fundamental. Yeah, you know, they run plays exactly. Yeah, you watch a playoff game. Oh, you learn the game way much faster watching yeah. women play than men play. In my yeah. you could watch a whole half of the Rockets and they won't run yeah. play. It's too much one on one in men's basketball versus in women's basketball. They depend. It's a lot of team play. It's just like a league of the Warriors. You know. True. Is James Harden? He's just voguing out there, right? <laughs> like when you watch him play, and he's like got his arms going like this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
get 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 a foul. Like he's just he just reminds yeah. me of Madonna sometimes. That's so funny. If he was watching Vogue in training sessions, <laughs> I'd actually love him way more. Right. That yeah. Like that's his secret. I feel like every every great player has like their own little something secret they do they don't tell nobody. Yeah. Though, you know. That's actually or it's Vogue or the steroids yeah. or whatever. Everyone <laughs> 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 has their own dark secret that they keep that makes them a little bit above the edge. Yeah, a little extra kale. Yeah. Anabolic steroids. Real shit. Like, potato, I, potato. Like for Kyrie, handles only God knows what he does to dribble that well. Probably puts believing that physics isn't real. I yeah, bet Kyrie. Kyrie yeah. watches like videos of those white dudes that rave that like kind of dance with the ball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's what he does. To, he just watches. He just watches. Like he goes on YouTube and watches some goth kids like ball dancing, and that's he he's dumb like, wrestles in all season. <laughs> it's like yeah. crazy stuff. Yeah. Uh, speaking of the Cavs, they're as we record this, they are. Uh, there's four minutes left in the fourth. Cavs are up 190, 100 to 96 on the Pacers. <laughs> 196 to 6 on the Pacers. <laughs> Let's make a prediction. That'll make us look dumb tomorrow. What's going to happen? Are the Cavs going to sweep? Tonight? Uh, Pacers come back. Miles Turner drops 50. Wait, that's the score right now. 100 to 96. Four minutes left? 440 left. And the Cavs are up. Cavs are up. Uh, Yeah, I mean, at this point. If I'm not Paul George or Chef Teague, I'm thinking about summer plans. I'm not lying. Like, my brain is drifting. Absolutely. You know? So, I, like, I think they Paul George is going to look at this. He's like, all right, even if I win this fucking game, what? I'm going to go. We're going to go back to Cleveland. And we're yeah. Gonna get get like, I can be on a plane to Bali tomorrow. Right. Now, if that was the Clippers, okay, cool. I could win this game, go play another game in L.A., and then and hit then the club lose, after that. Yeah, to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Go to Ace of Diamonds. Get a quicker yeah. flight to Mexico. It's a yeah. connecting flight, you know? Yeah. <laughs> like, so, yeah, I think they lose right now. Get it over with. Paul George, you know, go get some fresh cut and be in Jamaica by tomorrow. Does I Paul think... George look like Quincy Jones on the. <laughs> They, they look exactly like the comedian. They? Yeah, yeah. They got the same Quincy Jones, head. same shaped head. The same one beard. that had, has cancer. Yeah, yeah. cancer, homie. Quincy Jones looked nothing like Paul George. <laughs> I don't, no, I don't I'm think a, they look, look alike, but I think they have the same head look, frame. Look, shape. I like women, right? But Paul George is the most handsome player in the NBA. Okay, and, and uh, Quincy Jones is, uh, is a very handsome man, but he's not Paul George. <laughs> Uh, top five handsome NBA players currently. Who is it? It's Paul Paul George. Paul George is up there. Yeah. Uh, I go Kevin Love. You know, I, I'm a Kevin Banana Love. Republic shopper. And he's, sure. he's on the website. I seen his face. Yeah. You know, Pe- piece to Gordon Hayward too, because he looks like um. Oh, he, he looks, looks like, like Ryan Gosling, man. Yeah, yeah, they were like Ryan Gosling a little bit. Yeah, yeah, they look like Chicago Fire cast members. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Which I'm into that. Uh, who else, man? I think Tristan Thompson's a handsome dude. Dana Kardashian, you got to be That's up true. there. That kind of get he t- that takes away points. It does a little me. bit. You know, I, I like where you're going with that. Yeah, it does. Like, okay, it, I don't feel special. You know what I'm saying when I think about Tristan Thompson. <laughs> when you know Steph I mean? Curry gets a haircut, he's up there. True. You know, that's how I feel about myself. What about when his I, beard? Right, right. right. Jamel gets a haircut, guys. Uh, take this. <laughs> take digs. Easily, all right. <laughs> His age is like Jamil. Cut digs, your hair, baby. Digs it up. You know what I'm saying? I give I give Kawhi Leonard a lot of uh, credit for sticking with, with the braids. Yeah. And, yeah, and he's a handsome dude, though. And he keeps yeah. him clean. I used yeah. to want him to cut it. Now I can't imagine him without. Exactly. I would be so upset if he ever cuts his cornrows. I hope in the finals he just lets the afro go. He's just like, let's do this. Yeah, that would be good. Just a full fro, you know. I'm a fan. Russell Westbrook, on the other hand, very ugly man. Not a fan. But he owns it, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, it, he's he's not ugly. His he just runs so much that his face has no fat on it. Ah, and you true. need you need fat on your face. You gotta have <laughs> fat on your face. His face is just bones, no, man. You, you could, need a few <laughs> lipids 
On your face. Yeah. yeah. That's true. He's got the facial and body structure of a Ninja Turtle. Well, he has like a dinosaur face-ish. Him, Chris yeah. Bosh, they're like dinosaur-ish yeah, in the face. He's got a land But I like dinosaurs, man. I think dinosaurs are handsome. It's like those guys, you remember the Super Mario's live action movie? <laughs> yeah. Look like the Koopa Troopers. Russell's, like, <laughs> Russell's handsome, man. I think he owns his look. You know, the confidence is handsome in itself. Easily, know? in my mind, ugly as current, gotta give it to Tony Snell. Nah, I think uh, Tony Snell looks like Tony Snell. Well, he looks his like his teammate. Uh, what's the other dark kid that plays? Oh yeah, Thon Maker. Thon Maker, man. Oh, I, they need to come up with a mixtape. I, I heard they announcers twice. Twice they called Tony Snell Thon Maker. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, man, no one's calling this out. Man. Twice uh, Thon Maker took off running like Tony Snell's on the break. I'm like, nope, nope, nope. That's the other dark guy. <laughs> um, I, I didn't even realize they were giving Thon Maker minutes. Yeah, I thought they had drafted him and just, just to keep him in high school for a year. Or whatever. Yeah, I yeah. think I think that's a mistake that they're like I think they messed up and, and they like put him in a slot and now they're locked into it by accident. I don't know. Like, why is he on the floor so much? Uh, I guess no I think choice. That, no a, I, he's a perfect playoff player. Just the energy. Yeah, a lot of times he's a Thompson of their team. You need energy guys. Energy guys keep you in the playoffs. They keep them close games. Them key rebounds in the playoffs is so uh, it matters anybody so who, much. Yeah, you know, anybody who can get an offensive rebound, he gets away with a lot of fouls because it, when when the rest of you playing so hard, they'll let you get away with fouls yeah. in, in the playoffs. You know, uh, I do have the maybe current most ugly NBA player, maybe ever for all time. Uh. Boban Marjanovic. Mar- 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 oh, yeah, what did he play for? Detroit. Detroit. Oh, I don't, I don't even see his face. He was, he was playing with the Spurs for a second. You guys are forgetting probably like the most facially challenged player. Tyrone Hill. Uh, nope. Uh, Maurice Spates, man. Oh, this guy yeah. is uh, – his face is – There's Boban. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. up there for Boban's sure. Boban's pretty whack. Maurice Spates, man. Come too. on, man. He's like – he's if he grows his hair out, he's not even balding. Yeah. But it's just he has patches in his head. Yeah, got the patches, the little, the little, uh, <laughs> got the little, little brown like, nipple, that little growth. Yeah, yeah. But I love Mo Buckets, man. You know, and Me I feel too. like he knows he's facing these challenge. That's why. That's what makes him handsome, though. Yeah, yeah, he'll definitely lean into it. He'll hit a couple threes and give he you owns the, it. Yeah. the screw face. Kind of. He looks like I think we've talked about this before. He looks like Chameleonaire. <laughs> yeah, Smith. He does have the same like a stretched out yeah Chameleonaire. Like a Chameleonaire worked out a little more. Yeah, yeah. What else do we have to talk about? I don't know. I mean, I I don't feel like talking about the Wizards right now. They're right. up 2-1. They're 2-1, yeah. man. They, you, I mean, you're still so down. It's a good. They're I, looking good. The I role know. players are good. Role players are talking smack. And, you know, know Millsap and um, Morris was going at it. That's true. And, you know, I like how Morris responded. Even though we got blown out, like, that game was decided. Game three was decided in the first quarter. Like, they went up 25. That's a smart move by them getting blown out, man. This is just how I see it when it comes to game three at another player's home court. Okay. You know they're going to give you their all. Right? Everything. So instead of you exerting so much energy trying to beat them with you're not going to win this game anyway, right? Try to punch them in the mouth in the first quarter. If it don't work, if it's a like, really close game, are they still up by 10? Take the foot off the brake. Let them go. Save your that's, energy and come, kinda, and come steal this game for. Yeah, that's how Scott Brooks was uh, coaching the second half, even though he didn't put Trey Burke in. Scott, if you're listening. Got to give Trey some run, please. Thank can, we, you. can we give uh, Scott Brooks some love, man? He does. He's he. If he doesn't get Coach of the Year, because they probably will give it to Fizdale because he's cuter. No, they're going to give it to fucking Houston, uh, D'Antoni. Uh, I, I would hate that. I, I would hate contract. it too. He shouldn't get it just because of how bad he was with the Lakers. Exactly. I hate D'Antoni, and I will never forgive him and Dwight Howard 
for what yeah. they did to the Lakers. But I think people are looking at him this season as like, this is like, look, he's not the problem. It was the Lakers. Like, they're, they're kind nah, of, he's getting was, so much credit. For it's him. the personnel. Yeah, he really, he really didn't do nothing. He just yeah. said, he just took the handcuffs off of Harden and just gave him the ball. The only coaching move he did was move Harden and point guard and say, okay, do, instead do of, instead of us wasting five seconds, you fighting through a screen to get the ball, how about we just give you the ball to start the game with? He looked at the Warriors, say, give your best player the ball, bring it up, and let it happen. Let it happen. Yeah. It's that's easy. Like, it's but easy that's, move. He's getting so much credit for that, like, very simple, simple idea that everyone probably had already. Exactly. Yeah, and uh, the, Eric Gordon shooting lights out. Yeah, Milwaukee Bucks is doing it. They'll let Giannis from point guard have the game. Remember give your best player they, the ball to start the game. They to were bring talking it up. shit like they were going to make him the starting point guard all year. That was pretty funny. I remember yeah. that. He did. Uh, for the uh, majority of the season, he did. Yeah, yeah, he and, and it worked out, but I think he played so hard on defense. It was exerting. He was like, it was a lot of energy, you know. Who should get the Coach of the Year award but won't because his team didn't make the playoffs is uh, Eric Spolster. Spolster, yeah. for sure. I think uh, – or Luke Walton also, you know. I mean – no, hold on. I'll, I'll back that up because uh, i never seen a, a, a coach tank so uh, beautifully. <laughs> well, like you know what I'm saying, with pride. And, like, he, it didn't feel like we were, like – It wasn't intent. It didn't seem you know, forced. You know, he never he never came out and said he was tanking. He never lied about tanking. It was just very a, it was a skillful tank. It was a competitive tank. You know what I'm saying? Like it was a prideful is, tank. Yeah, a lot of teams when they tank, they don't do if it. If you ask any Laker fan, do we feel like this year was lost? Like, no, I feel like there was a lot of good things that happened this year. We brought magic on. Uh, Ingram got better. You know, we saw more of what D'Angelo can do. Randall didn't get hurt this year. I think it was a lot of pluses this season. And I think Luke Walton's a great coach, and I hope we don't lose him. Coach of the year, easily. <laughs> <laughs> and, 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 and don't forget the statement where, remember when the, the assistant coach pushed Ingram? His statement in the press conference, he said, yo, man, if you want to, I could hire some goons that could work for my team. I'm like, yo, coach yeah. of the year, easily, bro. Yeah, I remember you posted that shit. You, Come on, you man. You were pretty hyped. <laughs> I was hyped, dog. Yeah. <laughs> I do love when a coach, like I loved when Fisdale went out the league. Not on Rookas, man. Yeah. Sit up for your teammates, you know? They'll play hard for you if you do that. All right. So Luke Walton, Coach of the Year. You heard it here. <laughs> you heard, you heard it, here it last. only here. <laughs> you heard it here last. First folks. and last. <laughs> Luke Walton turned I mean, out a war. I, I can't take that. It's, I don't know, man. I, just to go back to my guys, it's the, I don't know. Watching the Wizards is so worrisome because I love them so much. Mm. And I called Wizards in five. But when we went up 2-0, I was like, fuck it. Let's just sweep and get out of here. Yeah. And just to see us get blown out, it, it, it hurt my feelings. But you're right. It's a good spot to get blown out in. And Beal had a terrible shooting night. He went like four for 18 or something oh, Brandon, crazy. Brandon Beal? Yeah, yeah. Oh, he did? So that was like the difference. He was missing some open threes. He's playing great, He won't man. miss all season. Right. If so, you're going to have an off I mean, game, you want to have it a game three. Yeah. First time going to somebody's home. They're going to give you everything they have, right? Yeah. And sometimes when you let a team blow you out, you give them false confidence and they come in again. Yeah. With the foot off the gas, and you could surprise him. And it, still it was a lot of open uh, jumpers for Dennis Schroeder. Yeah. And he was taking some threes that are not really in his wheelhouse yeah. that he was making. So we'll see if he makes them in game four. Who's better, Dennis Schroeder or uh, Patrick Beverly? Beverly. <sighs> I got to go. I, I mean, they're very similar players. I got to go Schroeder. Schroeder is more of an offensive threat. 100%. He's faster. But, I mean, Beverly is just, a, you know, he's like, he's all energy. He's a better defender. Yeah. And I don't know if it's that much. He's a better I feel like he's a better shooter. fighter also. I feel like he Yeah, could, yeah. In a fist fight. I yeah. see. I've seen a lot of fight. I mean, never never fight a guy with a blonde streak. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would never do that. I would apologize. Whatever made him angry. But Schroeder, I see him literally 
it's Schroeder or Schroeder? I think it's Schroeder because of the, the little umlaut. I've seen him take over games And uh, that's why I mean, They literally moved their starting point guard To give him the spot no. And Jeff T lost a big chance To show the world that That was a mistake by getting swept By the Cavs which I'm pretty sure is happening right now Well What's this update work? Cleveland is up 103-102 With 48 Ooh. seconds left Can we turn the game uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Yeah yeah, I think Jeff T uh, lost uh, lost out on a big chance to uh, you know just to prove himself um, better than Schroeder. You know, cause I think he is actually. I think he's more calm. I think he's a very great floor general. But you know, what's funny. People give. Remember when the Cavs were struggling when Miami first came together, oh, right? Yeah. Yeah. P- people would go like, "Oh, give them time. They just got together." In the end, the same thing. Man, they had a lot of new pieces joined at once. Al Jefferson came over. T came over. Uh, Damn, I think Thaddeus Young came over. Like there was mm-hmm. a brand new team, and all of a sudden. You know, they're expected to do great things right away. I think that team is really good if you check the roster, you know. There we go. Yeah. Right, How many seconds it. left? Airbuds first. We're going to watch a shitty stream of the end of this game. Ooh. I want CJ Mouse to make the final shot. The, me too. <laughs> That's honestly was my – the bold prediction I wanted to make was CJ Mouse for the win because he should have taken that shot in game one, and Paul George was wrong to be upset. You know what I'm saying? Who's I that, Miles Turner? Miles Turner won no part of LeBron James. He looks oh, so terrible. LeBron just took a three. Oh, clang. Oh, the Cavs with the offensive the rebound. Shot. You got a foul. You got a foul. You got a foul, dummy. They do got a foul. Yeah, you got a foul. There they go. And they, they foul Carl Corver. Good job, guys. Yeah. <laughs> the, best free the best free throw shooter. You know what? I'll say this. Free throw stats seem to not matter in the playoffs. A lot of clutch guys miss shots, except for Harden. I didn't see Harden miss anything big. But, um, well, it don't matter as long as you win. If you don't win, yeah. then we start looking at why we lost. Did you guys notice uh, in that Rockets-Thunder series, I think it was uh, – Whatever game was last, was it three or two? Like the Thunder ended up winning, but Westbrook missed a lot of key free throws, and it was all centered around the crowd chanting MVP. Like it started, the crowd was super loud, and he, oh. and he would miss a shot, and then they would stop, and he'd make the second. Someone else <laughs> mentioned and they, that and to then, me, and then he did the same thing yeah. again. It happened like three times in a row. Yeah, and then the fourth time, the crowd doesn't say anything. <laughs> <laughs> And he makes the first. That's hilarious. But then he missed the second. That's So I funny. think what the, the crowd was, they had the wrong, uh, 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 like, rotation. Well, it's <laughs> Chant MVP on the second, second free, free throw. throw. Right. Let him get the practice in. Yeah, yeah. Get the free, get yeah. the first one. Get the confidence. He just has performance issues. Yeah. It's like Absolutely. when you, like, you hook up with someone that's, like, way out of your league. Right. And then, like, you're just kind of nervous about it, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, and you got to remember, this is his first playoffs without Kevin Durant. So that's a big change, too. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a yeah. huge difference. This is a very hot lady. If I got to slap a pussy ass nigga, I'm going to make it look sexy. If I got to go hard on a bitch, I'm going to make it look sexy. I pull up, hop out, air out, made it look sexy. Well, uh, we tried to play some video, and uh, the, the recording cut out, so... Nah, whatever. Uh, Sorry about that. We Lost. got some good minutes. Caps won. Gold. Yeah. Caps won. Caps swapped. Our prediction was proven correct. Guys, I think Sounds we should good. wrap up the show, though. Sounds good to me. Chin do? Yeah. Anything you want to plug? Social media? Uh, yeah. Follow me on Twitter. It's Chin EDU Comedy. That's uh, my Twitter, IG, and uh, website. Other Nats. Um, yeah, I bought some t-shirts from Target yesterday, so pretty excited about that. Sick. Oh, fuck. Jamel, uh, you got any I, t-shirts? I bought a Chris Paul uh, New Orleans Hornets throwback from Marshalls actually about four years ago. Yeah. But I am pretty pumped to bring it back out. I like 
your prediction from earlier. Hopefully like we got that in. If and uh, Jamel's wearing a, a New York Rangers shirt. Just want to put that out there. Yeah, that's me. In case uh, any DC folk is uh, listening. I'm only wearing this because <laughs> it's Henrik Lundqvist on the back. And, you know, saying big ups to uh, Norway. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you know, shouts out to y'all. Number one in my heart, Norway. Uh, what do I have to plug? Nonprofit comic on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Comedy in the Cut is yeah. Cinco de Mayo. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Yeah, Comedy Kickback, May 14th, uh, Mother's Day. Ooh. Uh, leave your mamas at home, though. Okay. <laughs> Crushing uh, the holidays. I'm at B-E-N-N-E-R on Twitter. Follow us uh, at Airbuds Pod on all social media. All the things. We're on ICQ. Just want to give a shout out to uh, a new iTunes review we got. Five stars. Hey. Nice. The review is by D4SNIIP3R3RDOG4M. That's me. That's me, y'all. I don't want to come on without, you know. Thank you for hacking iTunes and getting in there for us. They say, these boys are good. Signed, the one Warriors fan who listens. So. Hey. Yeah, fuck hey. you. We hit the war. <laughs> <laughs> Kiss my ass. Yeah. Fucking binary code ass. But uh, tell all your friends to leave more reviews. Yeah. yeah. Right. And love actually, you guys. we love you. Bye. Bye. Give us Steve Kerr.